Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Any health-related information on the following show provides general information only. Content presented on any show by any host or guest should not be substituted for a doctor's advice. Always consult your physician before beginning any new diet, exercise, or treatment program. And I'm Nancy Addison, your host, and this show is dedicated to sharing information that will inspire and inform a more conscious life that creates a healthier lifestyle. And this program takes a holistic approach to health and wellness, which means we look at all the areas of our life and how they are connected. And I always start off my show with a prayer. And so I ask if you would please join me in whatever way you would like. And I ask our divine creator to just fill our hearts with love and compassion and gratefulness. Please allow us to see the truth and the way and the path to to truth and to the authentic nature of, of what you want to bestow upon us. And I ask that you please protect us from any evil. And I ask for this for everyone listening now presently and in the future. And I ask for this in the highest good of all concerns, and thank you. And so it is. So today, I thought I would address a few questions that I've had from listeners. And so frequently, I have guests on, and I I don't get to really address some of the things that I think some of y'all want to hear and are asking to me to expand on. So I thought I would just really address some things today. And, and I just want to kind of start off the show today by just saying that, um, and this is a quote from Dale Carnegie. I just have an inspirational quote to start our day with. All right. So, Um, Most of the important things in the world have been accomplished by people who have kept on trying when there seemed to be no hope at all. And that was by Dale Carnegie. And I just want to say, I really do believe that we have an inner strength, an inner core that really surfaces when we are faced with an, an adverse situation. And I'm just going to mention briefly that uh, I was uh, on the highway one day and I got hit from the rear by a car and I, you know, totally unexpected and things like this happen. And sometimes let's not, let's not say it happens. So be careful with your words. And uh, so this happened that day, and for whatever reason, uh, all my airbags in- inflated, my seatbelt broke. Uh, the policeman who came said that, you know, I was driving one of the safest cars there is. I was in a suburban. He said, this is like a tank. And so that's why I wasn't, uh, you know, really uh, taken away in an ambulance or something. But when we're faced with adversity, in, in whatever way, shape, or form, 
I was listening to Peggy Hall one day, and I love that she said she had been struggling with a detached retina. And she started saying, or proclaiming, I should say, I, I can't wait to see the good that comes from this. And she said, I can't wait to see because, you know, she was struggling with a vision situation. And, and I really think so much of what we create is what we envision. It's what we see in the future. And there's always a good and a bad side to everything. And you always have to kind of weigh them and see, you know, how, how do these balance out? And so I've been saying over the past you know, month and a half as I've been uh, working with these insurance companies and challenging them on what their, their um, offer is, I've been proclaiming that I am very grateful to see the good that comes from this. And all of a sudden, you know, as I started doing that, little miracles started evolving or popping up or little synchronicities started happening. And I think so much of it is how we view things. You know, it's like, are we viewing things as a hypochondriac of life? You know, are we constantly telling us ourselves we're sick and, and then making ourselves sick? Or are we proclaiming the good and then, then manifesting that? So, you know, I just, you know, you know, I, I know a while back I challenged y'all to do a 40-day positive affirmation challenge. And I hope you're still doing that. I'm still doing mine. And, you know, just spend 10 minutes a day proclaiming to the universe what you actually do want. And I do believe the universe will respond accordingly and bring you those, those things that you can envision but I want you to try to also envision what you want. And I think many times people don't have that clear vision of what they actually do want in their life. And if you don't have that vision, then how can you create it? Because I do believe that, that the divine creator made us in his image and that we have an ability to create and manifest in this life. And so as we've been fear-mongered this last year, are people creating the negative because they've been fear-mongered and, and pushed into seeing the negative part of life? Or are we looking at it with our own new eyes and saying, no, I'm not going to accept that. Uh, just because you say that does not mean it's true. And if you if you really look at a lot of the things that they have put out over the last year, most of it's lies. And I know I've talked about a lot of these with various experts on my shows, and I really do appreciate all the emails and phone calls and uh, great reviews that y'all have been giving me. I, I really, really do look at those and appreciate them greatly. And uh appreciate your support and I just want you to know I truly care about you and I truly care about what happens to all of us and I'm envisioning the world being a truly peaceful place where everyone lives in harmony and peace and these evil psychopaths that have been implementing these medical terrorism and cruel cruelty on people I'm envisioning them being bound and removed from this planet. And that is what I am putting in my vision and join me <laughs> and let's, let's build that up. So as I open the show, which is a few of those words, I just hope that you spend some time meditating in the morning, really get yourself grounded, get out in nature and make sure you smile because when we smile, it actually kind of tricks our brain or makes our brain think that we are joyful and you, you, it will literally lift your mood. So, you know, implement some of these just little, little ideas into your life 
And it's, it's really quite amazing. I think I'm just a natural smiler. And so when I go places, I just smile at people. And they tend to smile back. And I think it just kind of lifts the spirit of people around me. And also, I think people have really been beaten down this last year. And I've made a conscious effort. And I even put notes in my phone. And I put it under town or under store or wherever I happen to be. And I put the people's names in there so that when I return to that UPS office or the post office or to uh, the grocery store, I can call that person by name. And it's amazing how great service I get, number one, but it makes them feel recognized. And I think people don't feel recognized or appreciated these days. And I think this is really important. And I have found that when I am kind people, and it's just sometimes it's just little stuff like calling them by their name and looking them in the eye, smiling at them, and actually listening to what they're saying. It's amazing how that lifts their spirit. And it lifts mine too. And I, you know, it's a, it's one of those, it's kind of like the pebble in the pond. When, when you do these just little things and they are free, you can do that for free. It doesn't cost you any money and it lifts everybody's spirit. And then all of a sudden it, it's really nice and you can feel the energy of a room quite literally change. Um, my daughter and I went, hiking yesterday and we went to this national park and you know I just made it a point to when I saw other hikers I just said greetings and you know I'm one of these people that doesn't like to copy everybody so all of these sayings that people do and they just copy it over and over again like be safe well that's something that's actually the bad guys created to put out on media to make people say it. Well, I refuse to say those terms that the psychopaths have created to do mind control on us. So I've thought of my own ways of greeting people or saying adios or hasta luego or arrivederci or grace be with you. When I depart from someone or frequently I'll just say until we meet again, because I think it's more positive and let's just all get together right now as organic, healthy lifestyle family and decide that we are going to be unique people who think for ourselves and create our own words, our own type of responses, our own unique calling card as, as you know, you might say. So be your unique self. You are divine in every way. And even though people have told you otherwise, reject that. Just say, just because they say that doesn't mean it's true. And that's what I've been saying to the insurance company. <laughs> and I just, uh, boy, has this been interesting. But um, I'm still, I'm still two months later here. I'm still, uh forcing their hand. And I, I actually wrote them a really long letter the other day and challenged them on their offer and, um, and told them that if they didn't respond uh, very soon, I was going to report them to the insurance commissioner and the um, uh, attorney general and report them and have them investigated. So, you know, just because, they say something doesn't necessarily mean it's true. And I'm, I don't mean anything mean to any of my people at the insurance company in a negative way. It's just their job. They're just doing their job, right? This is business and I want to be treated fairly and I don't think they're treating me fairly. So I am doing something about it. So I do believe it's time for us to step up to the plate and be our unique, strong self and have faith in us and our divine creator and know that we are way more powerful than they want us to believe. 
And they try to make us think that, you know, we need to follow directions or just because they tell us to do something that we need to do it. Well, that's just a lie. Just because they tell you to do something does not mean you have to do it. You can reject it. And in fact, all of these things that they're trying to make people do actually have to be voluntary. And so, you know, I learned the laws and I learned how to respond accordingly and I stand up to it. And it's not always easy. I mean, there have been times when I've, you know, really gotten shaken by having to have a confrontation with somebody. Like at the Houston Fine Arts Museum when I had that interesting situation and then they ended up closing the Fine Arts Museum of Houston for me so I could see the art by myself uh, without a mask on, which was kind of surreal, uh, but I made really good friends with my guard who um, really thought it was pretty funny. And, you know, it's kind of interesting being able to uh, view some of that world's finest art by yourself. And um, anyway, as I was leaving and the the manager kept hugging me and th- thanking me for handing in all the laws to the board. You know, it, it, you know, it's those little things where we stand up for ourselves against, you know, these companies or these organizations that just, you know, they just do things because they can. You know, it's like a bulldozer running over you. Well, it's time for us to stand up and push back on that bulldozer and say no. And so that's kind of where I stand on that. And um, so anyway, if, if y'all, um, any of y'all have any questions on that or have that situation going on, you feel free to email me and you can always contact me at my website, organichealthylife.com. And um, I don't know if y'all know this, but I have a, new, a monthly newsletter Uh, I send out things that I think are important and some updates and I keep you in the loop of what I'm doing. And if, when I'm doing workshops, where I'm speaking, if I have new books out, things like that. And you can sign up for free on the banner on my website, organichealthylife.com. And you can also contact me through that. I also have a lot of really great free information on my website and some really great interviews that, they would not allow me to upload on YouTube. So some interviews with Dr. Tom Cohen, Dr. Andrew Kaufman, and uh, recently I just did one with John Gray, who wrote Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. It's a really excellent interview. And he's a communication expert. And I think in this day and time, improving our communication skills is so valuable because it's it's how you respond, you know, not raising your voice, uh, not, not letting them shake you by, you know, just keeping your cool and thinking through it. And, you know, they want to get a knee jerk reaction. Don't, don't let them do that. And just, you know, keep your focus. Know your, know that you are a sovereign being with divine rights that nobody even gives you. You get these when you're born from the divine creator. So no country, nobody can give, can give these to you. They are yours. They are yours by being who you are. And the, the laws in these governments are actually to protect us from these tyrants who are trying to impose unfair regulations or, or controls on us. So, you know, I just believe that uh, we need to know this and be that strong person and and live your life accordingly. And I think this is really important. So anyway, I went hiking with my daughter yesterday and we were going to go swim in the river. And we're, we're in Texas and I, you know, I'm third. I go back to the Texas Revolution and, and John Chisholm at the Chisholm Trail and uh, he had, I believe, Cherokee blood in him. And so I, I believe I have a lot of indigenous in me. And um, my heritage also goes back to the Swamp Fox, Francis Marion, in the Revolutionary War. So I know I have a little bit of renegade in me. 
And I think also it, it gives me strength to kind of know that my dad happened to have a cousin that did all that research and gave it to him. And that's kind of how we found that out. But my daughter and I went to the river and we were going to go swimming and I'm walking out into the river and I'm thinking, okay, that sand look like, looks like it's moving. And I looked down and it's a big old black cottonmouth water moccasin, which are poisonous here in Texas. But, you know, being an internet, a certified international wildlife rehabilitator, you know, I'm very conscious of where I step and when I'm walking out in the wild. And we were in a state park and we were going to go swimming in this river, water moccasins or not. But my daughter and I had never really been that close to one. And he really didn't see me, which was interesting. He was sunning himself. And my daughter and I really enjoyed watching him swim away. And he swam the opposite direction from us. And what you'll find is animals will go the opposite direction. They don't want a confrontation. And it's, they will only attack if they feel cornered or confronted or in danger. So if I had threatened that snake, he would have attacked me. But I did not threaten that snake. So... He just went away. We really enjoyed watching him swim. He was really quite beautiful. But um, we looked at animal totem for the cottonmouth water moccasin. And, you know, it was really quite positive. And I don't know if, if any of y'all have looked up animal totem for T-O-T-E-M, like a totem pole. If, if you see a creature in your life out of the ordinary or unexpectedly, they usually bring a message with them. So the, the cottonmouth water moccasin was for rebirth and being strong and starting a new path and being creative. And it was all very positive. And so I encourage all of you, my, my indigenous friend from Canada who taught me feng shui and taught me so much about energy work, She's the one that taught me to always look up the animal totem if an animal appears in your life. Or it can be a bird. It could be, you know, really anything. Uh, look up on the Internet. Just put in the animal, whatever it is. Maybe it's a cardinal. Maybe it's a spider. Maybe it's a frog. Uh, it could be anything. But if a, a creature just appears in your life out of the blue, look it up because she always said that they bring messages with them that help you and so I encourage you to do that and just kind of connect with the divine and with the nature and I find it very healing and uplifting and I always find really good messages out of that and um, so anyway we went swimming in the river and had so much fun and it was it was great and uh, so anyway that got some good sunshine and exercise yesterday and got to spend some good quality time with my daughter that I'm always so grateful for because I don't always see her very often. She has a life of her own and she's often about. So um, one of the things I thought I would share with you today is a few of my natural remedies for healing things like bug bites. So I know uh, a lot of people are still in summer right now or Wherever you are, you know, you have a summer at some point and you might get bitten by bugs that itch or can hurt. And I have to admit, I've, I've had that happen to me many times and it is not fun. And so some of the things I've found that are really helpful is you can actually make your own non-toxic anti-bug bite recipe. And it's really easy. Just take two teaspoons of an essential oil and I like to use lavender, and um, uh, you could also use rosemary or lemon. And then you put it, so you have two teaspoons of, I would call, therapeutic-grade essential oil. So that's an essential oil that's been distilled at a low temperature for a long time, making it therapeutic. And I actually use one from Young Living Oils. I really like their products. And I have a link on my website if you want to go look at that. In fact, if I mention some of these things, if you go to my website, organichealthylife.com, 
if you can use the links on my recommended products page, you would support my work and what I do. Uh, I have affiliate links with some of these companies that I use, that I use myself personally, and I never recommend anything to you that I don't use personally and find to be really a good thing. And uh, so with Young Young Living Oil, I just get uh, an affiliate fee if you buy through my link. And it's greatly appreciated. And so uh, you mix this two teaspoons of essential oil like rosemary or lavender or lemon with a cup of 180 proof green alcohol. And you can actually buy this at the liquor store. And you could also use pure water if you don't have any alcohol. And you just combine this two teaspoons of the oil with the one cup of the green alcohol and you place it in a bottle with a tight fitting lid. Uh, you can also put it in a spray bottle that is easily sprayed uh, before you go outside. And then you want to shake it really well and mix it up. And you want to test it on a small patch of skin first to make sure that you're not sensitive to that oil or to the alcohol. So that's really important as well. You always want to test these in a tunnel spot, um, especially if you're using it on children. Um, and then you just spray it on, you know, and put it on like your ankles or, you know, your arms or something before you go out and it will keep them away from you. You could also use lemongrass oil. Lemongrass is a really, a really good oil, essential oil to use. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And uh, if you are bitten and it, it's hurting, you can always rub it with aloe vera. And I grow aloe vera plants and I just cut off a little bit of the plant and just literally rub it right on the bite. Or if it's sting, you can ease the burning that way. I also put aloe vera in my smoothie in the morning. So healing from the inside out, it's one of those really wonderful plants that helps in so many ways. And then also, if you're itching a whole lot, if you can put a few drops of just lavender oil, lavender essential oil, it is really great for uh, easing any kind of itching problem. Now, once when I was down in Panama, I was swimming at the beach and I got bitten by something. But I had also been to a wildlife rehabilitation place in the jungle. So I might have been bitten by something else there. Um, but when I got when I got down at the beach, I felt like like sand fleas or something had bitten my legs. And I tell you, it itched so bad. It was actually just so hard to get that itch to go away. And I was quite desperate to find a natural remedy. So one of the things that I always travel with and I always keep in, in my refrigerator is hydrogen peroxide. And I like to use the food grade, but it's very, very strong. And most people can't use something that strong. It's like 35% food grade. And I always water it down and mix it down. You can get the 3% grade that's sold at the local pharmacies. But this itching on my leg did not stop when I got back home to the state. And it was horrible. And so I would rub this hydrogen peroxide on a, I put it on a cotton ball and then I'd rub it on my leg and I would do it right before I got in the shower because the food grade is super powerful, but that's how bad it was itching. And I really needed some relief from this and it just gets rid of any kind of infection. And so it bubbles up and it stings. And then I would just get immediately in the shower and scrub with my, my uh, healthy soap. And I always use like Dr. Bronner's soap. And I, I use the scrubby little scrubby gloves that are kind of 
like uh, it has a texture to it. So you can really scrub in your pores. And so I would just scrub, scrub, scrub. And then after I got out of the shower, it always felt better and the itching would stop. I had to do that almost a week um, before I finally got it completely to go away. But somebody said I might have gotten bitten by something that was a parasite when I was in the jungle when I went to go see the sloth. And it might have laid like eggs in my leg or in the, under the skin or something. And finally, this food, uh, this food graded hydrogen peroxide finally got rid of it all. But it was a real process and it was, you know, not fun doing that. So I really feel for anybody who's, who's struggling with any kind of itching. Also, I found out from my chiropractor that if your atlas bone in your neck, so it's like the top bone right at the base of your skull. He said that if it is out of alignment, it can cause extreme itching, and especially in your upper arms. And I have to admit, I had that situation when I was living down in Costa Rica. I had this crazy itching in my upper arms. And when I got back to the States and I went to see my chiropractor, Dr. Michael Hall, he adjusted my, my bones and he said, Nancy, your atlas bone is out of alignment. And he fixed it and the itching sensation just went away like, like magic. It was absolutely astounding. But that's really important to know. Also, if your atlas bone is out of alignment, you can get misdiagnosed with MS or a stroke because it is a very important bone in your spine. And your spine is critical for your overall health and all your nerves run through it. So it's, it's really quite remarkable, but not all chiropractors are the same. So you really have to find someone that works for you and, and you like. I see Dr. Michael Hall, who's also a neurologist, and he's located north of Dallas in Louisville. And uh, I highly recommend him if you are in that area. I literally drive back to Dallas or go there at least every month and a half just to see him and get adjusted, mostly because he's helped me avoid surgery and a brace with my scoliosis in my back. And I believe I got that when I was two, when they were doing bone marrow tests on me with no anesthetic, when I was dying in the hospital from an overdose of penicillin from my pediatrician. So I've really struggled most of my life trying to overcome things that I feel, and they may have been well-intentioned medical doctors, but uh, I believe that many of the things I've struggled with were things that happened to me because of what they did to me. And so I've really made it a, a point to take care of myself in the best way possible so that I can avoid any kind of negative situation again. And so far, I think I'm doing pretty well. Uh, so with this car accident, I've been going to my chiropractor and I found another chiropractor down where I'm living now. And I'm also doing some massage therapy and some physical, uh, some physical exercises and things to, um, you know, reverse any kind of adverse effect that that situation might have caused. So, you know, think positively, always talk positively about things and, and go for them as if you're going to see the good that comes of this, like Peggy Hall says. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, we, we create and manifest what we speak about, what we envision, and what we feel. So when you're talking about things that you want, you know, make sure you feel good <laughs> and can manifest that good thing. And so, okay, so another thing um, that we can sometimes get when we're outside and hiking like I like to do and, and being outside swimming in rivers or, or going into uh, places where there's a lot of nature is people can get poison ivy or poison oak. And so this is, you know, by running around in the woods or you might have a dog or a pet that has brushed up against some of it and it's on their fur. So, you know, that's how you can get it. And 
So I use tea tree oil. So it's T-E-A, and it's two words, T-E-A-T-R-E-E, tea tree oil. And it's from New Zealand and also Australia. I think the New Zealand one smells a little better, but they're both excellent. And they are really great for any kind of itchy bite that may even have kind of a fluid in it or a rash. Um, They say don't use it on an open wound, but it has antibacterial properties and it is incredible. Uh, I used it on a large swollen bite on my son on his back when we were in Greece once. He was little. He was like eight years old. Maybe, maybe nine. And we were staying in this really cool hotel out kind of in the middle of nowhere in Santorini. And half of our room was quite literally the rocks on the side of this mountain that they built this hotel on. And I think he got bit by a spider. I will never know exactly what it was. But he had this huge swollen red bite on the middle of his back. And it was a late Sunday night. It was very remote. This was, you know, like 25, 20 years ago. We didn't have cell phones or computers or anything like that. I had no idea what to do. But I had my tea tree oil with me, which I always travel with, just for situations like this. And I, I put it on his back, and I just put it on straight. I know you're supposed to test it, but I had used it on his chicken pox when he was four. I put it on each chicken pox. And the next day it was totally gone. And his preschool teacher was just absolutely flabbergasted. She's like, why didn't everybody know about this? And I was like, I, I don't know, but I was experimenting myself. I just didn't want him to itch or scratch. And he is just this teeny little boy with all these chicken pox all over him. But um, even the doctor said it had healed it. And so, you know, I think it's really awesome stuff. But um I put it on this bite on the back of his back and the next day it was at least halfway gone and it looked much less inflamed and I just kept putting it on it and it just went away and we never even took him to a medical facility or anything. I usually don't trust those places anyway. And, um, and it just went away and he was fine. And then also, I always carry aloe vera with me, and that helps soothe and promote healing. It's also really good for if you get sunburned or something. And we were we were snorkeling in Borneo. We've gone to the orangutan rehabilitation sepulchral center in, in Borneo. We've gone around the world, and my son, who about the same age, it was like. One, it was not the same trip as Greece, but, you know, maybe he was a year or two older. He was like nine or ten. And he got stung by a jellyfish while we were out snorkeling. And the the guy on the beach had a line, and he rubbed it on the jellyfish thing, and it just took the pain out uh, immediately. And so that's a really good thing to know. So just take citrus fruits with you if you're going to be swimming in the ocean where there might be jellyfish. And uh, so those are just easy things that you can do to help uh, protect you. And then for sunburn, my daughter just went to Costa Rica and she said she got burned so badly the first day that she couldn't even go out in the sun the rest of the week. And I felt so bad that happened to her. But the sun around the equator is much, much stronger than it is in you know, different parts of the world. So always be mindful of that and you know, wear protective clothing, get undercover, uh, drink a lot of carrot juice or sweet potatoes or things that have a lot of beta carotene in them. They, they have a natural sun protection to it. And as you know, I don't use any sunscreen and I think it's very toxic and it causes infertility and it also is what's killing the coral reefs around the world and uh, making all the fish uh, infertile as well. And so I think it really is destroying our ecosystem. And I believe, um, as I've had Dr. Plourd and Dr. Seneff on my show, both of them believe the sunscreen actually causes skin cancer. Uh, So... 
I'm from a, an, uh, kind of a, a Scotch Irish family with very light skin. And I'm the only one in my family and my five t- siblings that does not wear sunscreen. And I haven't for decades now. And I'm actually the only, and everybody else in my family, I have a nurse and a, a niece is a doctor, and they all just lather all that sunscreen on all the time. And um, I'm the only one that has not had skin cancer. So, you know, just just observing. And I think that's just important to know. Also, if you have on sunscreen, you're not getting vitamin D. And this past year, one of the things that they've, they've said and found to be very true is that the people who have been getting sick are the people who are low in vitamin D. And so, you know, I would rather have my vitamin D and be well. So, you know, I think that's important to know. And so that's kind of my tips for being out in nature. And uh, so now I'm going to go to a new question. And I had someone ask me about uh, barbecue grilling. And I have a lot of men who want me to write a men's cookbook. And it's on the verge of uh, being finished. I've been working on it. And uh, so I thought I would just talk about barbecue grilling. You know, I know men like to do dangerous cooking. They like to use fire. And, of course, it is always kind of fun. And Labor Day weekend is coming up next month here in the state. And so a lot of people get together at the lake or outside and they, they like to grill meat. So grilling, frying, frying, and broiling, they can actually expose meat to extremely high temperatures, which creates potential cancer-causing compounds. And they're called HCAs. And this is true when it's charred or overcooked. So when the fat drips on the heat source, the plumes of smoke can coat the meat with dangerous chemicals. So the worst offenders are fatty, well-done beef or pork or lamb. But even poultry and fish can produce HCAs when they're seared. So if you love to grill and you want to do this and you want to reduce the dangers, you want to buy lean types of meat. And I know I'm a vegetarian, but you know, most of my clients are actually meat eaters and I'm from Texas. So, you know, we blend in and we live in harmony with, with our fellow people. And so you want to buy lean types of meat and trim off all the visible fat. And then you want to marinate the meat. And researchers have found that this can actually decrease the HCAs by more than 90%. So using combinations of things like beer, cider, vinegar, citrus juices, mustard, herbs, and brown sugar, which is kind of a mixture of, of a barbecue sauce. You, you, you know, soak your meat in that before you cook it, and that will actually help protect it from the HDAs. And then you can also pre-cook your meat in the oven and then just finish it on the grill. And that way you don't have to deal with the really high temperatures for very long. You can also try using a lower heat and don't put the meat right over the fire. So put the meat to the side on the grill where the heat isn't quite as hot and turn the meat more frequently. You can grill the meat just until it is cooked and safe to eat and don't cook it until it is charred. You can use a meat thermometer to check and make sure it's done. And then just avoid breathing in the smoke, which also has its risk. And then you know, for, for some of y'all, like me, uh, veggie burgers or seton, which is a protein-rich food made of wheat gluten, can be used as a meat substitute in vegetarian dishes. Or I like a portobello mushroom myself. Um, frequently, I'll do portobello mushroom and vegetable kebab and just put those on a skewer. And those are really fun to eat. And you can marinate those as well. And mushrooms have a wonderful meaty texture and flavor. So it's a really good alternative to meat. And uh, what the study has found is that portobello mushrooms and veggie burgers have little or no formation of these toxic HCAs when they're grilled. So, you know, trying that once in a while. And if you're like, one of the things I do, I'll be invited to cook out. 
or lake houses to go with someone. And I'll just pick up a pack of portobello mushrooms and take them with me. And that way I have a few extra because people always want to try it. And that way I still have something to eat if they're trying it. And uh, then I can also share it with somebody who, who maybe needs something vegetarian or vegan or gluten-free and they just did, did not think to, to bring it. So, you know, it's always good. It's kind of nice to, one of the things I do when I go to people's houses or places for a meal or invitation, I take food with me, food that I can eat. And then I know I have something there that I can enjoy and that I can eat, but I can also share it. And, um, and it kind of turns people on to eating a little healthier or something. And people are always really curious about what I'm eating or, or what do I eat? I, I get that question a lot. What do you eat, Nancy? And I'm like, well, you know, all the side dishes that are usually around the meat, you know, that's usually my meal. Um, but I'm pretty simple eater actually. And I, I really, um, you know, sometimes my, my whole meal might just be a baked potato or steamed broccoli with um, lemon butter drizzled on it. And for me, something like that is absolutely delicious and very filling. And um, and I love it. Uh, so I know I'm getting court close to the end of the show. And I've had quite a few people contact me over animal questions. And... You know, because my book, For the Love of Willie, just came out, um, my my new art therapy coloring book for children who are grieving the loss of a beloved pet, you know, more and more people are realizing that I uh, know animal diets as well. And so they've been contacting me about uh, how to help their pet. And I know, you know, our pets can be like our family and we love them and they're, they contribute so much to our lives. And in fact, I've started working with this family down in Houston who's asked me to be their nutritionist and create their pet, their dog food recipes. Uh, their daughter is a young adult who is has learning differences. So, you know, you would say she might be autistic. Well, they start they she got a dog for the pandemic and she loves making treats for this dog and so they've actually are starting a dog food company and I'm designing the dog food recipes and they've had really great success with the dogs they're testing on their health improving the they are delicious and they love it so it's called Jesse's Bite and they're going to start selling these foods soon and I'm really excited about it uh, we're even doing some theme foods like Texas foods with like buffalo or bison. We're doing some, you know, uh, holiday and fall foods that, you know, have more sweet potatoes and things in it. But I'm really making sure the dogs get the calcium they need to avoid metabolic bone disease, that they get all the minerals they need so that they're really healthy. And it's, it's really, you know, very exciting to kind of go into a new, a new area. And so, you know, I, I love counseling people for their pets also, and I've started doing that more and more, and um, that's always good. And one of the things that um, I, I think I want to say is I, I really grew up feeding our dog off our, you know, off our table, and our dogs would live to be, you know, 20 and healthy. And then they started manufacturing dog food and telling us that we shouldn't feed our dogs dog scraps off the table. And I have to admit, you know, I just disagree with that. I think the processed foods can be the same as processed foods for people and cause just as many problems. And there are a, a lot of, um, of these pet food companies that have actually been found to have really toxic, harmful ingredients in them. So making your own pet food or getting one that is more food grade um, is really great. So some of the foods that I recommend, you know, serving your dog uh, off the table is like sweet potatoes. You want to make sure that these are, you know, don't have any kind of foods in them that that are in like a combination that have a food in them that they shouldn't eat. So some of the foods you can feed your, your dog is sweet potatoes, uh, fish, carrots, 
broccoli, uh, leafy greens, sprouted beans, uh, sprouted quinoa, cooked quinoa, uh, cooked sprouted rice, uh, spirulina is actually a good uh, a good algae that you can add to their food. Um, I also add broccoli sprout powder from the Indoor Organic Gardens of Poughkeepsie. Uh, you can order those from the Indoor Organic Gardens of Poughkeepsie. If you tell them Nancy in the discount code box, N-A-N-C-Y, that's my name. Um, they'll give you a discount on that. And I just mix a little bit of that into my dog's food. And that is incredibly good for them. And just like it is for us. So I mix it in my food as well. And it's something that I think is really important for uh, staying healthy. And it's high, high antioxidant. And it has this sulforaphane in it that really helps to help heal your body. It partners up with vitamin D and cholesterol and actually helps escort oxygen into your cells. And so, gosh, that the time went by so fast and I always love sharing information with y'all and I, I hope you got some good tips out of the show today. And I'm Nancy Addison, your host. My website is organic healthy life L I F E dot com. I think that's what we all want, right? An organic healthy life. And I just want to thank you for sharing your valuable time with me. I'm deeply honored and I just want you to know how much I truly care about you and uh, I want you to just remember that and as I close the show today I just want you to remember you are awesome you are made in the the image of the divine and you have powers greater than you've been told and so own those be that person Focus on the positive. And I believe that how we do anything is how we do everything. So as you go through your life and you connect with those around you, just remember to add that main ingredient. And that main ingredient is always love. 